0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Alyssa Antonelli, the co-owner of Mickey Travels and a huge part of the Mickey Blog family. She's been co-hosting these episodes alongside me now for the past few months. And I'm really starting to think that uh, she she doesn't dislike me as much as I thought she did. But you know what? It's it. There's still plenty of time. So, Either way, we're going to jump right into another fun Disney podcast. As always here at Mickey Blog, we cover all things Disney. So we are so excited to have you here on another episode. New episodes drop every single Friday. And speaking of episodes, let's get into this one before I blabber for too long. Uh, Today's episode is a very, very fun and unique episode. And we do have a guest on today. Uh, She is a recurring guest. You might know her by now. Uh, This is Serena Lynn. Uh, Serena created Living by Disney when she first moved next door to Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And although she does not work for Disney, she is a content creator. And after moving to Orlando, she made it her job to share unbiased tips and strategies to help you get the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation Living by Disney has become one of the most popular Disney pages in the world with over 500,000 TikTok followers and 150,000 Instagram followers from theme park photos, videos, tips, tricks. She will help you get the most out of your Disney vacation. You can also follow her through her more recently launched YouTube channel and podcast. Welcome back to the show. This is your third time now on the Mickey Bog Podcast. Welcome back, Serena.
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me. Always love coming back and chatting with you guys all about the Disney stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Alyssa loves, loves, loves Serena. Let me tell you guys, uh, <laughs> always says such amazing things. I have oh, really- it's mutual. Yeah, and and that is, of course, due to your guys' wonderful partnership with Mickey mm-hmm. Travels, uh, which has continued to grow and blossom. And we'll talk more about Mickey Travels later on in the episode. <laughs> but uh, before we jump right into this episode, Alyssa, how are you doing? I'm sure you're still a little bit on a high from that amazing interview we had last week.
2: Great. Uh, it was a great interview, but I have to say I'm equally excited about today's interview. Because as you said, I do love Serena, both personally and professionally. Um, so we're mm-hmm. so excited to have you back. Um, but yeah, doing doing good. Ready for, really ready and excited about this episode. We've been sort of, the three of us have been sort of talking about this for a while. And now is the perfect time to release it to our listeners and our viewers.
0: That's very true. And the reason we were waiting for it uh, is because some trips had to happen first. Uh, Serena just got back from hers, Alyssa a few weeks ago herself. But this entire episode is dedicated to Adventures by Disney. Um, Both Alyssa and Serena recently went on separate Adventures by Disney vacations. One was domestic, that was Alyssa's trip, and one was international, that was Serena's. Uh, They were very incredible trips from start to finish, very excited to hear about them. Uh, from the both of them. And hopefully the idea of this episode is it gives you, the listener and viewer, a little bit of insight into Adventures by Disney. And maybe it convinces you, you know what, I think I want to try that out because I'm going to be honest, uh, I'm going to be just spending this entire episode alongside you, you, the listener slash viewer, just being like, wow, that sounds really cool. (laughs) I want to do that. So uh, for the record, I did not go on a trip, I am walking you through this, uh, and just like you, I will also be probably getting convinced to take an Adventures by Disney trip. So let's jump right into it. For those of you who don't know, Uh, Alyssa, Serena, in your own words, I guess, could you guys sort of explain what Adventures by Disney is? Uh, You know, what kind of trips they put together, what it means? Because I think right off the bat, the reason I wanted to start with this, I know it's super basic. um, I want people to get a little bit of a better understanding because there's so many Disney fans that really have no idea what this is, what it means, or even that it exists. And and I want to try to change that a little bit through this episode. So uh, Serena, if you could first uh, mm-hmm. for us, could you sort of explain a little bit what Adventures by Disney is, uh, how you first found it, and, um, you know, what brought you to, to decide to do it?
1: So Adventures by Disney is the Disney company's brand of group luxury travel. And they have packages and trips across the globe so there is um so many different things that they offer and that they do and it's basically small group travel but it's done in the disney way and by the disney company so it doesn't mean that your destinations are going to include disney parks although some do But it basically, for anyone that has wanted to take on travel that is completely guided and planned for you, that would love the idea of having a reputable company like Disney do it for you, that's what Adventures by Disney is for. And like you, I'm often surprised how many people aren't aware that it even exists. Mm
0: -hmm. It can
1: be maybe one of Disney's best kept secrets, I think it's partly because when a product is really, really good, you don't have to spend a lot of time advertising it. It does it for itself.
0: Absolutely. Alyssa, would you uh, would you agree with what she was just saying?
1: A
2: hundred percent. It is, as Serena said, they are, it's guided tours with the Disney name behind it. Um, I think they're, I, I will totally agree most people don't know about Adventures by Disney. If you were, I always used to joke and say, if you went into a mall and you asked 100 people if they've ever heard of Adventures by Disney, I would say 99 to 100 will say no. Um, And obviously Disney doesn't market it. Um, That's on purpose though. Um, These guided tours are very small. Uh, They're anywhere between 38 and 42 guests per adventure. Um, So they don't want to do the mass marketing where they're going to get people really excited and then say, oh, I'm sorry, that tour's already booked up. Or, you know, we're booked up, you know, for the next eight months for this adventure. Um, However, it is up to our amazing agency, Mickey Travels, for us to let everybody know about Adventures by Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, Some little, A little fun fact that some people may or may not know, but I think it's definitely something that, Serena, you'll agree with me. Um, It is the highest return rate of any Disney destination, uh, which kind of surprises people because they're thinking Mm -hmm. the parks or the cruise line It actually is Adventures by Disney at a 98% return rate. Mm -hmm. So what that basically is telling people in layman's terms is you do it once, you will be an Adventures by Disney fan. Um, I have clients, and so do other Mickey Travels agents, within 24, 48 hours of returning from their adventure, they're booking the next one. Mm -hmm. And there are over 40 adventures spanning over six continents. So you have domestic Mm -hmm. and international travel. So it really will appeal to different ages, uh, different demographics, where you want to go, what you want to do out of it. How adventurous do you want to get? You know, are you looking more for just a relaxing vacation? Are you looking for real exciting adventure doing like, Whitewater Rapids and ziplining and trekking up to Machu Picchu, there's so many options. Um, it really does appeal to the masses.
0: Yeah, I think that you know, I'm sold. That's that, that's good. We're good. Uh <laughs> Where are we got all
2: folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, <No>. we're booking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it took me one question. Uh, but <laughs> no, I think I think it is um what really stuck out to me with what you guys were just saying, um, was specifically what Alyssa said about the ninety eight percent return rate because Yeah, that's you know, crazy that's a very high number when it comes to travel. That's an almost unbeatable number because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, and maybe I'm just spitballing here, but I know some people when they think about uh, Disney, lots of families, like they'll think, okay, well, I've just never been, so we'll just do it. But oftentimes those families go and they're like, Oh, we're definitely coming Mm -hmm. back next year. You know, that's kind of the beauty of the Disney brand is they, they do have that ability to bring you back. Mm -hmm. But I think, these adventures by Disney trips clearly, what makes them special is how have they been able to make these incredible trips from around the globe make people want to return, and I think that's what we're going to get into specifically today. Uh, you know, and so, so so sort of before we do that and talk about tour guides and specifics of your guys's trips, um, can you guys walk our listeners and viewers through like the booking and the planning process, like what makes this different than planning a disney trip obviously we have some global travel aspects here you know you're not exactly planning for machu picchu when you're planning the magic kingdom trip but still in terms (laughs) of the booking process the planning process uh you know mickey travels our partner here um makes that easy for you they can book Mm -hmm. it for you um but can you sort of walk us through that sort of process i guess
2: So I guess I'm going to take that one (laughs) being that (laughs) we book it. I booked them. Um, So basically the booking process in terms of anybody listening or viewing is going to be as um, high level customer service ease, seamless experience as it is for any Disney destination that we would book anyone for. Um, I will tell you um, my personal experience when we work hand in hand with the Disney cast members at the different Disney destinations. They're all amazing. The Vacationistas, which is what they're called with Adventures by Disney, are among the most knowledgeable, the most friendly, the most accommodating. Um, I know when I booked my first Adventures by Disney for a client, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, And it was just a brand new concept to me. And I remember the Vacationista literally took my hand and walked me through the process, and it made it easy for me and for the client. So the process is very, very simple. Um, I do agree, Jared, obviously, when you're talking international travel, um, there are other aspects involved. Obviously, you know, um, obviously you fly for domestic as well, but the international flights um, can be kind of unique. But the best part about it is you don't have to guess, well, when should I book my flight? When do I need to arrive? They're going to tell you, this is when it starts. Please make sure you're here, you know, at this time. Um, The other thing I will tell you, and I'd love Serena to jump in here as well, the white glove handling of luggage and, you know, being able to experience, um, you know, knowing that I don't have to do anything. I land, somebody comes to get me at the airport and takes my luggage and whisks it away Mm -hmm. to where I'm going. Um, That's real. That's like real stuff. Um, So like I said, the booking process, you leave it up to a Mickey travels agent and you're going to have to do nothing. Just show up. Mm -hmm. You'll be as prepared as possible and have the best time ever.
1: Yeah. I'm always, I am all for making travel easier because we all know that there are certain aspects of travel that's just gotten more complicated over the years and so anything you can do <laughs> to simplify is the is what you need to do because you want to make sure that it makes it as easy as possible for you to actually take the trip because we all know we want to travel more i mean that, that's a that's a life goal for so many of us why aren't we doing it well in a lot of cases it's just because it's complicated or it feels like it just takes too much time to figure out and so You know, when it comes to Disney stuff, I'm always like, use a good travel agent. That's your first step to simplify things. But with Adventures by Disney, you get even another aspect of it because you can use a travel agent and that's going to facilitate getting you connected to Adventures by Disney much easier. But when you're on your trip, Adventures by Disney takes it from there. And it's like if you had a great, you know, personal tour guide with you for the entire time. So this is travel in the most simple and least frustrating way that is humanly possible to us. Like if you think of the most, the most VIP, when you said white glove, like it truly is, it's a white glove experience. This is a luxury level experience. You will see that reflected in the price, but it is hundred percent what you are getting. You are getting what you pay for. And it is incredibly, you know, just they, they take care of every single little detail. And so when you say, well, what was involved in the planning process for me? Nothing, not a thing. That's what, that's the beauty of this. I literally booked it with my travel agent. They turned me over to the vacationista. They set up my stuff. They got my flight information and I just showed up, like got my passport and showed up. (laughs) That's it. So coming from the standpoint of like, I'm the planner in my family. Every family has like one person that does all the work. They don't get to like, enjoy the vacation in the same way because they are doing all of the legwork. They spent the months before doing all the researching they booked all the things. And then while they're on the trip, they're thinking about the next thing. And when do I need to call and get the car? And when do I need to confirm the hotel and the flights and the, yeah? You know. so this is none of that. Like for the planner in your in your group, if you are the planner, this is the about the only way <laughs> that you are going to get the experience of just not having to deal with any logistics and truly just showing up and having everything taken care of for you and that I don't think I fully believed that until I did it that they could actually make that happen.
2: <laughs> I have to just, I have to piggyback, Jared. Sorry. I just want to, something that Serena said really just resonated. Um, at the end of our, and I know we haven't even talked about either of our adventures yet, but <laughs> I do have to mention yeah. this. At the end of our adventure, we had a farewell um, dinner, but we also had a little farewell reception, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we had two amazing, I know we're going to talk about adventure guides. We yes. loved and fell in mm-hmm. love with our two adventure guides. Anyway. Um, one and this goes back to what you said, Serena. One of the guides said to our group, um, "What was what was your favorite thing?" Uh, now, to be fair, and I, I'm, I know we're going to touch upon this, my adventure took us to very unique places behind the scenes of Disney Imagineering, Walt Disney Studios, mm-hmm. the parks. So it was very Disney focused. So I was expecting a lot of the people to say going into Walt's apartment. Being able to walk into Disneyland Park before the park opened, going into Imagineering, which by the way, were ridiculously amazing. But you know what? I heard over and over from these people, and it was exactly what Serena said: all we had to do was show up. That was the literal takeaway of they are this group that I was with, they are planners. So full disclosure, my trip included 36 Mickey Travels agents they are planners. It's what they do, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we all know that. It's their job,
1: their literal job. (laughs)
2: job. And they not only do it for clients, they do it for the family. So they are the the epitome of planners. And they all said, this is the first time I've ever gone away, had this high level experience and I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I showed up, exact words, I just showed up. I was told where to be at what time I just showed up and the rest was taken care of. And I heard that over and over and over from all these planners who not easy to take that planning, you know, person and say, stop planning. There was no planning needed. We Mm -hmm. just showed up. I know I keep overusing it, but you mentioned it. And that is what every Mickey travels agent who by nature are planners and by their occupation said at the end of this adventure
0: yeah i mean i think it's really amazing um that specific point because uh when serena was talking uh i was kind of giggling a little bit because um you you were talking about how like everyone knows that person and my mom (laughs) was always that person i remember Mm -hmm. like waking up with like Ziploc bags of my outfit for the day Mm -hmm. with like a date (laughs) written on them even like even like a white label that says Animal Kingdom Day on it and stuff like it was it was next level kind of planet it's why Mm -hmm. she ended up working for Plan Disney for many years but I remember (laughs) I remember those things and I remember thinking to myself like why does mom always feel like she's like stressed on vacation. (laughs) It doesn't seem like she's having as much fun as she Mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I realized, as I got older, I was just like that myself. And it's a huge reason why I got into this career. But, you know, I think it's really a wonderful thing to kind of force people like yourself or Mm -hmm. Alyssa or all these agents that went on the, uh, the California trip to to sort of step back, because mm-hmm. honestly, I know um, you guys are, are probably both this way. If you're like that, if you're the planner, if you're type A personality, if you want to do it, it's super hard sometimes to like let go. It can But, be. but it is also so, so wonderful mm-hmm. and freeing to actually like let go of that leash and just be like, you know what? I'm just here to have fun. And it yep. seems like that's the perspective that Alyssa got from so many people. So, you know, let's jump into more about your guys' trips because I don't want to talk all day about specifics and and all the particulars we could go on all day about it. But we want to have some fun here too um, and make people excited. Uh, really, I'm just talking about myself. But <laughs> let's just jump right into uh, your guys' trip specifically. Um, if you could explain to the sh- – to the listeners and the viewers, um, first of all, like where uh, you guys went um, and sort of a brief summary of the itinerary, some of the things you got to see and do um, so people can get an idea of like, wow, that's really cool. And um, I'm just going to be taking notes over here and planning my next <laughs> vacation. So Garrett's go going to
2: be booking his trip while I'm yeah. talking about ours.
0: Yeah, right. I'm already planning.
2: Right. Right.
1: Because okay. I'm
2: excited to hear about your trip.
1: So we did the adventures by Disney tour of Italy and that's just, it's been a bucket list. I'd never been to Italy. So never done an adventure by Disney and never been anywhere in Italy. And this was a great like introduction to Italy because we started in Rome and we had several days in Rome. Then we moved to, um, to the Tuscany area, Tuscany region, and we stayed in a villa in Tuscany. I mean, come on. And then we went to Florence, which was an amazing little city. And then we went to Venice. So we kind of hit like some of the really big highlights and we had city and history and more rule. And, you know, so we kind of like had a lot of, like every type of vibe that you can have, which I think was really cool. So it was a really nice like taster of Italy as a whole. Some of the highlights, gosh, there were so many. I, when I look back on, it was eight days and we packed so much into that eight days. So I will say it's not called relaxation by Disney. It is adventures, <laughs> <laughs> adventures. Like put point. on your walk-in shoes, you know, like you, you're going to be up, you know. Now they- now I will say this, they have this down to a science, right? They have done these these same itineraries with so many people that they have worked out all of the kinks. They know exactly what the average person is going to be able to do. We would have like a couple of early mornings and those early mornings were worth it because like you were getting some exclusive access before something opened. So, you know, you don't mind getting up early if you're getting like an amazing opportunity, but after like two early mornings, The next time we'd be like on the, on the way back and they'd be like, no, tomorrow morning you get to sleep in and we'll, we'll leave at eight 30 or not. You know, so like they knew, like you, you don't push too hard. You give them a little break and then, you know, you have a little slower day and then pick it up the next day. So the pace isn't go, go, go constantly, but there's, it's definitely, it's busy, it's active but i love it because if i'm in a new place i don't want to sit around i i want to see i want to see as much as i can and i you know just take it all in so in rome it was a lot of history you know the colosseum sistine chapel you know michelangelo's work you know it was just the vatican the vatican museum i mean it was just incredible gorgeous amazing things that you've seen your whole life on television you know to get to to get to see Then after we left Rome, so we were there a couple days, and then we went to Tuscany. And on the way, they stopped for lunch at a little medieval, little medieval town. It was called Orvieto, and I absolutely fell in love with this little town. Like it looked like something. (laughs) Like my husband said, he thought at any point. The The walls were going to, somebody was going to yell cut and the, and the backdrops were just going to drop. And, you know, like this can't be real, you know, like yeah. people are out here really just living their lives in this little town. At one point, at one point, there's a woman in like this amazing like little like long floral dress and she's on this bike and she pedals by and she says, buongiorno, as she t- goes by and she has a little basket on her bike with, I'm not kidding. Flesh flowers and a baguette. I'm like, what is this? This is this is life right now. You're like, the lady with the bike, <laughs> right? That's why I was like, this can't be real. Ever, around every turn, I was just that that was just amazing um that's yeah and then we went to Tuscany and we were there for we stayed in this villa and it was just like adorable like you're just dying and don't even get me started on the food and then and then we went to Florence which was just this beautiful city it's the home of the renaissance so you're just seeing all of this amazing artwork and statues and you know everything in Italy is like the history is kind of hard to wrap your head around because we just we don't have that here, you know? They would be like, okay, this thing, this was added, you know, this is modern day when they added this one. So this is not original. This is modern day. This was about 1852. You know, and we'd be like, oh modern day. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure. But like everything else around you is like first century. You're like, oh yeah, okay. Relatively speaking, modern day. Um and uh, so Florence was amazing. And then after that section we went on to Venice and <laughs> venice was i mean we we took a train to venice we stepped out of the train station and we're right there like there's the grand canal there's the gondolas right there and and they're ready they're lined up waiting for us we we like literally came out got in the gondolas they're singing the. Me- i mean it was like <laughs> it was just incredible it was just crazy yeah so that was basically our sort of great introduction to italy and all of the culture and all of the food and the history, it was, it was just phenomenal. That's a very, like, high level. That's
2: <laughs> <Garrett> and <laughs> as I as are short booking as I can make to it. Italian Adventures by Disney tonight. I
1: like, know. Please that do. That is I
2: know. amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: amazing. Yeah, I crazy. need to get it's off to this say.
0: podcast right now. I need to book.
2: It's <laughs> a... Stop. We're done. <laughs> I have to say, okay. though, you know, just hearing Serena, like, just the, you know, again, just showing up. You know like you get there, mm-hmm. and it's all ready for you and I also love the idea of the unique experiences that other not only does the regular Joe not get mm-hmm. but other uh, other people from other tour companies don't get mm-hmm. and I think that's another thing that's really important to note is that you know you might say, "Oh well, as an average Joe, I can't get into the, you know this area of the Vatican you know but neither can other tour companies. Mm -mm. You know, this is exclusive Disney, exclusive Mm -hmm. adventures by Disney. I just think that that, and that is something, by the way, you get on every single adventures by Disney, obviously based on where you are. So this isn't just like, oh, is that just Italy? No, it's wherever you are, you are going to have that white glove VIP, you know, only, you know, only, only access to these things. And I think that makes that so unique.
0: So, I want to get into Alyssa's trip next, but first, Mm -hmm. I did actually have a question. Um, because it was something I was on my mind. And frankly, I don't want to forget about it because that's how my frazzled brain <laughs> works often. Uh, so Alyssa's son actually also did an Adventures by Disney trip uh, to Italy, which is really amazing. It looked gorgeous. Um, and I wanted to ask you, Serena, since you went with your husband and obviously uh, Alyssa's son you got to go with uh, his girlfriend as well. Um, I, I guess I'm curious for someone like myself, if I were to go with like my wife per se, like, are you still able to get a level of intimacy and and romance and things like that out of a Adventures by Disney trip being that it is, you know, a big group, because I think that might be something that's on people's minds when they're trying to like, book a trip. It's like, okay, like, should I just go out solo and figure it out? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you know, so I guess I'm just curious what your perspective was on that.
1: Yeah. So every trip is designed with this amazing itinerary. So they really give you a good mix of being with everyone and having everything sort of taken care of. And so anytime you're seeing something where it's like an an admission and you're going into a place and it's sort of a formal thing, you're going to do that as a group that just facilitates everything, makes it much smoother but there are large chunks of time throughout the trip where you are on your own. So it'll say, you know, the the afternoon and evening, you are on your own in Venice and that allows you to have this time to use however you please. So if, if, you're just, if the pace has been a lot for you and you just want to rest, you can go back and rest. If you want to go and you know, see a lot more tourist sites, you can do that. If you want to go and have an, a lovely romantic dinner, you could do that. And whatever your interest is, they have a recommendation for you. So whatever it is, it could be, I mean, there were some people that wanted to shop for some really like obscure things and they knew exactly, Oh, yep. You need this shop. Let me, let me hook this up for you. I'm going to call them. They'll be expecting you like everything. So you're still very much taken care of to the level that you want it. But a lot of those like romantic meals, or you just want to stroll with your person and just enjoy it. And maybe you just don't want to plan and you just sort of want to like, you know, just walk through the city and discover mm-hmm. it and figure it out as you go, like that is all up to you. And so that flexibility really gives you a good amount of, you know, customization. And for some people, they would actually like, especially as the, as it went on and they got friendly with other people, they might would go and have meals together with other people within the group. Um, and that's what they wanted to do. And then other people would be totally like on their own. They'd be like, no, I'm just doing it with my, you know, <laughs> doing my thing. So, you know, whatever you, whatever's your vibe, you it just really give, gives you a lot of ability to kind of get your space. And I think if you were an introvert and you really needed that, that's very much there available for you. Although I will say an introvert would definitely their, their social battery would be drained by the end, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you would still get those breaks along the way.
0: It's it's funny because uh, um, Alyssa's son, very similar to me, where like his girlfriend had to like tell him, "Don't make five thousand friends over there." <laughs> and I'm like that. I know uh-huh. my wife would be like, "Hey, you're on vacation with me. and Don't make a thousand <laughs> friends." But yeah, Actually, it, I have to clarify
2: it's... that, Jared. So my son was the one who went, who said to me prior to him leaving, "He's like, I'm just gonna hang out." Um, not really going to meet a lot of people don't hate me if I don't come home with friends and um he's like I'm not really even going to talk to very many people and I'm like okay yeah that sounds good (laughs) literally I think it was a day and a half in and his girlfriend they texted me and she's like everybody loves him he's like everybody's good time guy he's like Mm -hmm. you know dancing with people he's doing like skits and I was like "Mm -hmm, yeah and so when he got home Mm -hmm. I was like so if you didn't make any friends, he's like, well, I didn't intentionally make friends, but like they, you know, (laughs) everyone was really cool and it was really fun. Mm. So it is really funny that you say, you know, um, you know, I had to clarify that that he went into Mm -hmm. it saying he was not going to make any friends. And, and I was going to ask you, Serena, did you connect with people that you feel you will stay
1: connected to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, it's a really nice group. I mean, obviously, a lot of them are Disney fans, which I think, you know, automatically, like when I meet Disney fans, I usually, we're usually going to get along, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's always nice. But uh, there was, though, there was a good amount of people that weren't necessarily Disney Park fans, which I found really interesting, like – they, they love the Disney brand. Right. And a lot of them said, I don't really, I'm not really interested in vacationing at Disney parks, but I knew that this would be a well-run trip because I trust Disney and how they run things. So, so that was kind of interesting Right. you know, you had this, this mix of that, but of course a lot of them, there are like Disney parks, people and their annual pass holders for wherever they live and you know, all that. So yeah, you have always that to connect on to.
0: so awesome. i think that's i think that's interesting you say that because again um very similar to Alyssa's son right before i went on my disney cruise earlier this year i was like it's like i'm just gonna enjoy my time with my wife and I made a <laughs> friends that i still talk to i'm i'm literally meeting up with a few people from our cruise for lunch uh in a few <laughs> weeks that's how that's how friendly it all was but a bunch of people on that cruise the reason i bring this up Kept saying like, oh, yeah, we're not even huge, like parks people or oh. Disney people. We're just doing it because we trust the brand. And, mm-hmm. and then I met several people that Molly and I, my wife and I have made friends with. We're actually getting lunch with them soon. And they said, oh, yeah, we're never going to go on another cruise company like Disney cruise has almost ruined cruises for us, because now we we can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's funny you brought that up. But I want to get into Alyssa's trip next. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa, can you bring us through uh, your, your trip, a little bit of your itinerary, some of the highlights and things you got to see?
2: It's kind of hard to top Italy, um, <laughs> but I have to say, ours was pretty amazing. Um, obviously, ours was domestic, and it was the Southern California Backstage Magic. Um, so obviously, this is very much for the Disney fan, probably more the Disney. I would kind of break into two two different types of uh, fans that maybe their, their fandom collides. And that would be Disney parks, the love of Disney parks, but also love of Disney history. There was a ton mm. of Disney history. So if you love the history of Walt Disney, if you want to feel connected, I've never felt more connected to Walt Disney than I did on this trip, just saying. Um, I love So that. just just to kind of tell you a little bit about what we did, um, ours, obviously, uh, we all met um, in California. We were able to go to any of the California airports that we wanted to. When we landed, um, we were literally, I got a text, each of us got a text from our driver saying, hi, my name is, you know, Joe. And let me know, you know, wh- you know when you get your luggage. Um, there was a beautiful you know, SUV, beautifully clean. The guy, with all of our, those guys were in suits. I mean, it felt very high end. Um, we all, uh, we started our adventure in Hollywood, um, which of course has its own. <laughs> Hollywood's a very interesting place for sure. Yeah. Um, but we were, we stayed for two nights at the Lowe's Hotel, which is literally in the center of Hollywood. Um, when I opened up my, I'm a big this is crazy. I'm a big view person from my resort. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that most people are like, who cares? My husband, Greg, will say he can open up the drapes and if it's a brick wall, he's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand,
2: like to see pretty things when I mm-hmm. open up my drapes if I'm on my bathroom, Me too. Yeah, right? Like, it's important <laughs> to me. Views yeah. are important to me. Anyway, um, I opened up the drapes and just literally at like 11 o'clock was the Hollywood sign. Just right there. And I could also see the entire downtown skyline of Los Angeles in the distance. It was just incredible. So that made me happy. I was like, yes, I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. Um, long story short for, or how the, how the adventure started, we had a couple of days we had, um, as everyone does a welcome dinner. So obviously that's a lot to get people to meet each other. Mm -hmm. Um, we all knew each other because it was a bunch of Mickey Travels agents, but we had so much fun nonetheless. We met our adventure guys sure. who we absolutely <laughs> fell in love with. Um, our first day started out um, in downtown Hollywood. We went to the Chinese Theater. We had a backstage tour of the Chinese Theater. Um, we also went into um, you know, the Hyperion Theater. Like We got to see the, a lot of backstage of where the Sherman Brothers had a room um you know and all a lot of autographs and just backstage stuff it was just really really cool um so we got to do that um and then we also got an opportunity while we were in hollywood to visit the jim henson studios which was pretty amazing to be able to do a lot of that backstage um learn it's a very small lot um but i think the muppets are very it's funny i think they're underrated because You Mm -hmm. love them when you get to see them, but you don't think about them much. So that Mm -hmm. was really, really neat. You felt the spirit of Jim Henson there. Uh, We got to eat lunch at a restaurant called Tam O'Shanter, which is where Walt Disney used to have a lot of his meetings with his um, Imagineers. We actually sat in a booth where Walt Disney would have a lot of his lunches. So I'm literally like, I'm sitting where Walt Disney sat, imagining Mm -hmm. these things. It was crazy. Um, We also had opportunities, and these were two big ones for us. We got to visit the Walt Disney Studios, got to see the Legends Courtyard. Um, little interesting fun fact, there's a partner statue at the in the Legends Courtyard. It is one of six in the world, it is the only one you can get up close to. Hmm. So you can actually hold Walt's arm and you can have a picture on top of Mickey Mouse's head. Um, really, really cool that that's the only statue you can get. If you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. think about disney world you can't get up close Close. there's flowers and a a gate you know anyway that was really neat um got to go around the studios i will say a highlight for me was looking up at a building i was staying next to on the third floor that was walt disney's office Mm. kind of gave me a little chills we didn't get to go in but i will say i'm like that's where he worked he walked around here like his spirit lives at the studios um we also got an amazing opportunity to go to Disney Imagineering, which we were not allowed to take any pictures or videos. It is off limits as far as that goes. But when I tell you, mind blown. Um, wow. This is where we're talking. Imagineers are taking us through. It's a, it's a living like the studios. It's like a working studios, the Imagineering studios. It's a working studio. So there's people there. Imagine they're imagining. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk to Imagineers. We got to, uh, see things in progress, um, got to hear about ideas. Um, I did learn something interesting that 80% of the projects that are started never come to fruition, mm. which is not thought of started never mm. come to fruition. So learn a couple really cool things. Um, imagineering blew my mind. That was amazing. The other thing that's really cool is we, there was a store, um, in both the studios and Imagineering where we got to purchase things that were very unique to the studios and Imagineering, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, On our way back to the hotel, we actually went into Griffith Park and saw the actual carousel where Walt used to take his daughters and yeah. got inspired for Disneyland, so it's kind of like what life am I living that I'm actually seeing, that this is where it all started. I love that kind of stuff. Um, Anyway, not to just kind of keep on track um we then took and that happened in a couple of days um but we then took a what should have been about maybe a 25 minute drive it took two hours to get from los angeles to, down to anaheim right because it's like crazy um we got to the grand californian where of course that's where we stayed and when we pulled up in our shut in our bus we were greeted by multiple cast members right away um, they got all of our luggage. We didn't touch our luggage like ever, like never mm-hmm. touched our luggage. Um, they, when we got there, they literally, you know, a lot of times I know when I've gotten to Disneyland or any, or even Disney world, you go to the front desk and like, your room's not ready. And then you're like, okay, it's going to be mm-hmm. hours. Um, we got our key, our rooms were ready. The minute we got there, just already, we had blocked off rooms. So we were all really close to each other. We had beautiful views which of course i love we had a really great pool view room um we wound up um having so throughout the couple the three days we were at disneyland we had opportunities like again that first night we had private access to walt disney's apartment um so we went into oh. walt disney's apartment um and our our guides were able to take pictures because as you know we're not really allowed to take pictures when you're in there um, then we had free time, which is great. Um, we also had um first access into Avengers campus the next morning, where we mm. went into Pim's kitchen. They gave us breakfast, it was like anything you want to eat, eat. Um, we got to experience that. We went into Carsland, we had exclusive access to um Radiator Springs. Um, we had a backstage tour of Carsland. Um, we had an opportunity. To go, this was the next day to Indiana Jones. Wrote it exclusively, and then had a backstage tour of Indiana Jones. Really cool. Love talking to these Imagineers and the people who work there. Um, we also had private viewing of fireworks, the wondrous fireworks. We had private viewing of World of Color. Um, Love that one. I think probably one of the most memorable things for me was that morning, like Serena was talking about, where we had to meet at six forty-five but we were able to get into Disneyland park before it opened. So we walked in, there was only custodial walking around. We were able to walk down. There was nobody around. We got pictures of an empty park, the castle. You don't get pictures like this mm-hmm. with nobody around. Um, in, I think one of my favorite moments was we got to ride a carousel alone. And my husband, Greg took video of our agent's, like children on this carousel with nobody in the park, um, got to meet Minnie um, at Plaza Inn, have a great breakfast, um, and just you know. But I have to say, that's really what we had—the op- the opportunities we had. But we also, and I'm sure Serena, you probably had similar things where being concentrated on Disney parks, we were given obviously park tickets. We were given six Lightning Lanes every time we had park access, like just low onto are my Disney experience account. So we could just ride things over and over again. Um, we had meal cards when dine cards, when we weren't with everybody, they gave us, we never were hungry. Um, and I just thought that those kind of things um, were just amazing. The guides took pictures of everybody. So they came up with this great video at the end. Um, so just incredible, different. Here's the thing, different from your Serena. But equally high level VIP, even though it's a very different mm-hmm. experience, and I think that's true of all of them. Sorry, well, that was a lot. I, you know, I was what's... remembering it in my brain and enjoying the memories.
0: It's it's okay. Uh, it you know what's interesting to me is. That obviously that trip is very for the Disney fan. Mm-hmm. But what's cool about Adventures by Disney is that like, you don't have to be this massive Disney fan to also enjoy the high level of quality. And the, you know, stuff that we talked about earlier with Serena's trip, for example, you know, you're not exactly waking up and going on carousels and meeting Minnie in mm-hmm. Rome. Serena, but at the same time, you're getting the same level of, uh, you know, service and quality, which to me makes a huge difference. So we're going to talk about a few other things before we wrap up today's episode, but before we do, I do want to mention that this episode and every episode of the Mickey blog podcast is brought to you by Mickey travels and Mickey travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com making magic one vacation at a time. Now, I know you guys probably hear that sort of spiel that you do every episode and you think, Jared, you're <laughs> just paid to say that. Uh, but look, it's it's absolutely true um, when we talk about how big of a difference it is from trying to book your own Disney trip versus using one of these expert disney vacation planners i mean these these agents can walk you through every single step if you feel like it but they can also do this magical thing like serena said and you can just say hey here you go and you can walk away and that's the that's the beautiful part so whether you're trying to plan a adventures by disney trip or a trip to Walt disney world reach out to our friends over at making travels and they'll help you every single step of the way But to continue our episode, um, one of the things I wanted to sort of go over with you guys, um, you guys spoke about your itineraries. You spoke about your trips. Obviously, you both had different highlights and different things that you really loved. Um, But I think one of the things that both of you guys seemed to really, really love was the Adventures by Disney guides. Um, So I wanted to talk about that and and sort of what – separates them what made them stand out and um you know why people are coming away from this trip where they're spending uh mornings in an empty disneyland or they're getting to visit italy on the water and yet at the end of that trip some people including yourselves are still even thinking and talking about these adventures by Disney guides. I think that speaks volumes about how amazing they are. So Mm -hmm. uh, Serena, what was your experience with that and um, what can you talk a little bit about how they can make a huge difference in your vacation?
1: So I think that the, the biggest difference with these adventures by Disney tours is the guides. And we had two amazing guides that were with us the entire time from start to finish They were just incredible to deal with. I I can't even say enough good things about them and how much they took care of all of us. So we had, like I said, we had two. One was, her name was Joy and she was an American. She was the most well-traveled person I've ever known. She actually like, she had to, she filled her passport up. And had to get additional pages like I didn't even know that was possible. (laughs) That's how well traveled she is. Uh, she, She speaks Italian and she has been to Italy so many times, but she had that, that perspective of being an American tourist in Italy. So that was really nice. And then we had Alessia, who is our Italian tour guide, and she was born and raised in Italy and grew up and lived in a lot of the different regions that we were visiting. And she was kind of like our cultural representative for Italy, right? She was there to sort of give that perspective. And she taught us so much about the culture that I would have never known. And I wouldn't have never had that interaction in a, such a close way with another local Italian. I just, it never would have happened. So I so appreciated her just sharing all of that with us from stories of when she grew up to how, you know, her family would be and how the culture of, you know, growing up there and what that means, as well as Italian phrases. She taught us every day, she would teach us a new Italian word and a new gesture because, you know, Italians are very like, you know, everything is, is with their hands, you know, so the, you know, everything is like, so, so it would always be like a, and a gesture and a word that she would have. And then throughout the day we would use the word. And and so we got to feeling like we were, you know, it made us feel connected to this place that we were visiting in such a real tangible way. I just love that. Um, the other really cool thing that was just like a side bonus with her is that she is that, um, what is that when you're a wine expert? It's like some uh, Somalia. Yes. Uh, she was like level three, <laughs> like sommelier. So she was able, as we were going through Tuscany, we were in the Chianti region, right. And we're passing through all of these vineyards and she's able to tell us about the grapes that we're seeing and how these, these farms and these how their family run and how they've been growing these grapes for years and what types of grapes and how this works and that works. And that was just fascinating. I mean, anybody who's like a wine lover would just like love to hear all of the backstory to that. And that just worked so well because we ended up visiting a lot of these farms and got to meet the people that were making the wines. We got, we had lunch at this farm where it was fourth generation. That they had been, you know, living in this farm, working the farm and creating this wine. And they produce now 250,000 bottles a year of this wine. It's a huge production, but it's completely in-house, completely organic. And just a, it's a working farm. Every generation pitches in. And they taught us to make homemade pasta and we got to try all the wines and we could even buy the wines and have them shipped home, (laughs) which was really nice. But uh, it was just, it made it all so much more real to feel like we were getting an understanding of this culture. And to me, if you're going to travel far away from home, uh, international, long distances, you know, you have, you know, time changes and jet lag and all of that. The reason you do that is to experience another culture. I mean, that's the whole point of why we want to travel is to see the world and to see it through a different perspective. And so they gave us that in a way that if I had just visited on my own I, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't have gotten that from it. You know, I would have been like, this is really pretty and this is cool and this food is good, but I wouldn't have felt connected to the people in Italy and to really having understanding of what it means to be an Italian today and, and their culture and their family and their food and their heritage. Like that to me is what I took away. And those things end up being like the biggest things that you remember, you know, not the, not the cool building or the souvenirs. It's like, those are the memories that, that matter. So many, aspects of these trips and the guides and the things that the guides do for you are things that you wouldn't have even known to plan. You know, even being an amazing planner, you know, you could be the most amazing planner in the world, but you wouldn't have even known this thing existed to plan it for yourself, you know? So I I think that that's really like the true difference in in what you get as that like hands-on guide, you know, that's taking you through each step of the way.
0: Wow! Now, Alyssa, you spoke very highly as well um, over your guides, and I know you went on a on a pretty big group trip with a lot of Mickey travels agents. Who also many of them who I've personally spoken to uh, spoke very highly of these guides as well. Uh, what was it about them that really stuck out to you that made uh, make yourself like still think about it?
2: So obviously a little different from Serena. We, you know, I know with a lot of the um, international. Adventures. They do have a local and a um, a Disney guide, a Disney guide and a local Disney guide. Obviously, ours was California, so we didn't have anyone necessarily like having to translate for us or teach us any kind of new language. Um, we had two ex- just exceptional uh, adventure guides. Um, their names were Shannon and Michael. Um, and just give a little background about both of them. Um, Michael is a VIP tour guide at Disneyland um and has been literally he has done vip tours for like very high level celebrities um he is just really super knowledgeable and kind of like what um serena said you know you think you know all about you know the parks and all that but again it really the backstage magic goes beyond just going to disneyland that was fun don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong um but it really you know the imagineering aspect the history they told us a lot taught us a lot about the, the rich Disney history that I love, and that to me was another reason that I was really, really intrigued by um this um you know adventure um the second venture um her name was Shannon, um so again, it was Shannon and Michael. Um, Shannon is also a cast member who's in entertainment at Disneyland um so of course she has that big personality, but mm-hmm. s- not too big, like so sweet but very, you know, into entertainment and whatnot. Um, The two of them meshed beautifully together. They actually had done two other tours together. Um, The thing I also loved, which I don't know, Serena, if you experienced it or not, but when I was talking to both of them, I wanted to hear about their Adventures by Disney experiences and what they've Mm -hmm. done. Um, Shannon has done Australia. um, So she's been a guide for Australia um, as well as The Bastard Magic. And Michael does, a whole bunch. Um his big one is Scotland. Um but he actually just got off the private jet experience only about 2 weeks prior. He was a guide on the private jet experience only about 2 weeks prior to our adventure. So we were just hitting him up with all kinds of like what was that even like? Like what? I mean, you know, and he even is like I still haven't digested that all cuz it was insane. Um so I will say I only have the experience of two adventure guides. Obviously, Serena, you loved your two. I know my son loved the two that he had, his local as well as his um, American guide. I would, I would guess that they're all mm-hmm. amazing. I do know for a fact that becoming an adventure guide is one of the most difficult jobs to get at the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Shannon told me they had, I forget the number of interviews that she had to go through to get this job. Um, and she already worked for the company. Um, so it is not something that Disney takes lightly and like, Oh yeah, you know, you'll do good. Just go like, just tell them your story. It's really, you know, there is a lot of, uh, Chris, I guess, you know, connection between the VIP tour guides and adventure by adventures by Disney guides. Um, I think, you know, and you expect a lot when you go on a VIP tour, just like you would expect a lot when you go on an adventures by Disney. Um, I do think the adventure guys make or break it. And very similar to you, Serena, um, they just had everything ready. Like when we went on the bus down to Anaheim, it should have been a shorter bus trip. But of course, with the traffic, they had bottles of water in coolers. It was a very hot day in California. Um, they had snacks, all kinds of snacks. Like you could not be mm-hmm. hungry, cookies and chips. And we had just eaten lunch like two hours earlier. But they're like, hey, does anybody want gummy bears? Anybody want, you know, sun mm-hmm. chips? Like, Everyone's eating and working. Now we, of course, were working because we had clients to talk, you know, to get back to. Um, But it was everything. Um, They were singing on the bus. We were singing Mm -hmm. Disney songs because the bus was kind of had all these Disney songs and we just all broke into song. It was like (laughs) part of your world and, you know, be our guest. And the the two of them are like dancing and um, literally They were, they were the guides through this amazing, adventurous journey that we took. And I will tell you this, our agents, um, they still talk about Michael and Shannon. We are Facebook friends. All of us have become Facebook friends with them. Um, as a matter of fact, I just posted something on Facebook the other day about meeting figment and Shannon like loved it. And she's like, you know, like, you know, you just feel like a connection between them. Um, and we told them they were official they were official Mickey Travels family members, and they <laughs> were like, "You guys will always be really near and dear because they've never done it with an agency, so it's yeah. kind of a neat experience, you know one of the things that she mentioned Shannon mentioned was one of our of our goals is to mesh people and hope that they you know kind of start to connect with each other and you can't force it because um, this might not be what people want, but she's like, with your group." You guys like all know each other. And she's like, it was just so much fun seeing you guys interact and soak it all in. And um, they really did make the adventure like even more than what, what it could have been if we didn't have them.
1: For yeah, sure. that's so cool. It-
0: yeah. yeah, I think, you know, um, what's, what's ironic about this episode, uh, guys, is that we got into about half of what we planned on, um, but you know, that's okay. Sometimes for hours, I'm sure. we, we yeah. could have a four hour adventures by Disney episode, yeah. uh, and you know, maybe we will someday, but the, that's the, that's kind of, I think yeah. more, what I find, um, at least from the past year or so of hosting a podcast, is when you're going overtime, or if you have all these extra questions you didn't get to, usually you're talking about something pretty interesting. Yeah. Or usually you're talking about something that you just can't stop talking about, honestly. And that's a huge, huge, uh, obviously positive reflection on both of your guys' vacations how wonderful they both were, the adventures by Disney guides, the experience. And I think really before we wrap it up, um, if you guys could sort of summarize, the last thing I wanted to go over is, is if you still had, if you're not sold yet, which uh, I'm seriously already (laughs) surfing uh, the web, looking at (laughs) options on the side. Um, But if you're not like me and you're not fully sold yet, and you're still on the fence, um think of it as a sales pitch per se um if you guys what would you say to someone to really just sort of hammer in the point of why you should go on an adventures by disney vacation as opposed to you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna plan this italy trip on my own or i'm gonna just you know i'm gonna try my luck at going to machu picchu solo i don't know um (laughs) Regardless, uh, what would you say to to somebody who's sort of on the fence?
1: I mean, for me, I just feel like it's it's worth every penny. Travel, our most valuable thing is our time, right? I mean, at the end of the day, like and most of us especially for Americans we don't get a lot of time to travel i mean to to take a week off is difficult from our from our jobs in so many cases so you want to make it count you don't want to spend the time and the money and have it just be full of frustrations or there's a lot of things that you didn't know things don't work out you're in a foreign country there's all these logistics you're frustrated you're fighting i mean there's just there's a lot that can go wrong and to have the peace of mind and the security to know that it's going to be taken care of for you, that you're going to have guides and you're going to have help. You don't have to do it alone. Both of you or everybody that gets to have a vacation, not one person is doing all of the legwork for the, everyone else. And and then you have the the power of that Disney brand. Like I went into it knowing that that was a powerful thing, but I came away even more impressed by what that means in terms of... Internationally, you know, we everywhere we went, the the hotels were like, Did you love your view? And we were like, Yes. And she was like, Oh yes, Disney gets the best views. They they block out all the best views. Like, if you want a great view, your room's gonna have a great view. You're gonna get the best of everything. Everywhere we shopped, all we had to do was say, We're with Disney. And you would get <laughs> discounts, you would get special things, you would get back tours of their workshops and their, you know, like It was literally the password to everything, everywhere we went. And, you know, just there's nobody else that commands that kind of respect globally. And that it was just very impressive to me. I I think any trips that I want to take in the future, especially when they require a lot of logistics, uh, foreign countries, a lot of travel, planes, trains, automobiles, you know, all of those things, and doing it this way just means that you're going to have such a higher chance of success. And you know, you're, you're going to have a fantastic time.
2: I would say, first of all, that's everything. Yes. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I would say as somebody who's done it, somebody who plans them, um, just a couple things to kind of tie it together with what Serena said. Um. You know, everybody who knows Adventures by Disney knows the paddle of power. So if you've ever seen anybody, you know, walking around with the orange Adventures by Disney paddle, that holds a lot of power. Mm-hmm. It holds a lot of power to get, you know, these guests into places they normally couldn't get into, um, experience things they wouldn't normally experience. As, you know, Serena said, it does have the power of the Disney brand behind it. Um, what I would say to anybody who's still unsure is it is 100% total immersion into where you are, whether it's an international country, whether it's a domestic, you know, um, adventure, you are totally immersed. And as far as a vacation goes, you know, it's true. You know, we don't, we don't have a lot of time in our lives, but you have to make time for travel because travel makes you rich, even richer than Mm -hmm. the money that you make. Um, So to be able to literally leave your home, have everything taken care of, immerse yourself where you literally forget about your real life. You just do like it's, Mm -hmm. it'll be waiting for you when you get home. Um, But you know, sort of the the one thing I will say is, I think the takeaway for anybody listening is remembering that there's a reason that their return rate is the highest of any Disney destination. That 98% return rate means something. It means give it a try because you will always come back to Adventures by Disney. And I just want to tell this really, really, I promised Jared, really quick story. But my very first Adventures by Disney client, and this was about 10 years ago, um, her first one was London, Paris. And I was new to Adventures by Disney. Um, she was a very, very well-traveled woman with her husband and her daughter. Um, and they traveled all around the world. And she was one of my Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line clients. So she said to me, I want to do an adventure by Disney. I've never done it. Well, she has gone on nine adventures by Disney with me since. she, and oh. It's amazing. She's actually going to Greece in June of 24. Uh, finally got her on Greece. That is a tough mm-hmm. one to get. But anyway, I remember after her first one, I said, um, I'd love to know what you thought about it. And she said, Alyssa, we've done a lot of travel, a lot of domestic, a lot of international travel. And she said, I've been through a lot of tour companies. We've done it on our own. We've gone through tour companies. She goes, I will never, ever go through another, I'll never go on another tour through another tour company other than Adventures by Disney. And she's done nine with me since that very first one. Um, There's something to be said about that. She's a well-traveled, you know, person Mm -hmm. and her family is. Um, The last thing I would just say is just to quote Adventures by Disney is adventures out there. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's what Adventures by Disney is about. So I would say if you're not sure, reach out to a Mickey Travels agent who can share what some of these experiences are. 40 adventures over six continents on, you know, in, it's just amazing. So uh, trust the Disney product. Um, you will not ever regret it. You'll be a a lifer with Adventures by Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you so much to both of you guys for sharing um details of your trips. Um, you know, sort of taking us along with you. Uh it was kind of fun to uh virtually um, travel to Italy and uh, Southern California today. Gary's um, now
2: about to empty his bank account yeah. to go yeah. do it on Adventures by Disney. Do it. Do yeah. Yeah.
0: My, wife, my wife doesn't know this yet, but uh, we're going to have to put that house on hold for a few years. Um, well, honey,
2: we're going but, to Italy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Priorities. But, yeah. you know, uh, this was a really fun episode. And what was great about this episode is, you know, and what we try to do here at the Mickey Blog uh, Podcast is – we're trying to give you information obviously. We're trying to help you plan the best Disney vacation you can possibly plan. We're trying to give you up-to-date information on all the Disney news. Uh only one episode a week, but we really try to pack a punch with that one episode. But beyond that, we're also very informational and we try to have fun, you know, um and I think it's rare to uh spend an hour talking such informationally based content like we just did and still have fun doing it and and hopefully hopefully the listeners and viewers out there though one or two uh really enjoy uh listening and viewing i'm just kidding uh we we've been having a lot more downloads and success lately, and we're really, really grateful for it. Um, speaking of that, if you do want to check out some more of our content, of course, head over to MickeyBlog.com for all the latest and all things Disney. We cover Disney 24-7, 365, literally everything from the parks to the company to the cruise line and so much more. Lots of Disney news dropping recently, including D23 that just happened Uh, So if you want to go check out some of that, head over to the website. If you want some fun Disney content, head over to our social medias where we post a lot of fun Disney content alongside the news. Everything from the latest, latest Disney news update to also just bringing you along with us on a ride on the People Mover. Because that's what – you know, if you see a People Mover on our TikTok or Instagram page – Uh, It was probably me, and I'm sorry. I'm going to stop posting those videos eventually. Um, But regardless, we're so appreciative of all your guys' support. Um, If you did like this episode, give it a thumbs up and subscribe. Uh, Please come back for more. We have so many fun episodes. We just recently interviewed Stacy from Must Do Disney. We have so many fun episodes that we'd love for you to check out. Um, Head over to MickeyTravels.com if you ever need help planning a Disney vacation, such as an Adventures by Disney vacation. And we do hope we've convinced you to book a trip with Adventures by Disney because Serena and Alyssa successfully convinced me. So hopefully uh, they also successfully convinced you. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We will see you next Friday on another edition of the Mickey Bog Podcast. Have a good one.
1: Bye-bye.